You're on Columbia's hottest podcast, here for the Health of It podcast. I'm Dr. Randy. This is Dr. Tom. We have a special guest, Emily Crawford. You're a holistic holistic health nurse. Holistic nurse Emily is your business name, right? It is, yes. Yep. And then you've worked at Garner's Ferry for 15 years? Yes, at Garner's Natural Life. No, um, yeah. yeah. Cool. Garner's Ferry, the road. <laughs> oh, Garner's. Oh, yeah. Garner Natural. Oh, yeah. Garner Ferry. <laughs> Garner so Ferry is a road. It's that. not on Garner Ferry. No. It's <laughs> it's in Trenum Plaza. It's in Trenum Plaza. Yes. There is one in Lexington too. Is there? So oh, there's cool. two locations now. Love it. And so where do people find you on Instagram? Is that your primary place? Um, so I do um, Holistic Nurse Emily with a W because mm-hmm. it's the whole thing. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's the main Instagram is that. Um, I do do the social media for Garner's too, and that's Garner's Midlands. Cool. Nice. So you got your nursing degree when? In 2008. Okay. And then walk us through what happened after that. Um, well, I mean, I had been working in the hospital. Um, I started working in the ER um, once I got my nursing degree. And then I traveled around a little bit. <laughs> I moved to New Mexico and then moved to Asheville. And then when I was in Asheville, I worked at uh, Great Smokies Medical Center, which that was back in like 2010 and it was a functional medicine place so we had this huge like side of the office which was all ivs and it was chelation therapy and like ozone and like ultraviolet blood irradiation like all the things and i got really into like functional medicine like nursing and then i moved back to columbia and that didn't exist here and so i was like well what am i gonna do (laughs) so i um I showed up at Garner's <laughs> like I need a job doing something with supplements and something with like natural health because I can't mm-hmm. like I can't do this. Like I think at that time I was working at a nursing home and I was going to RN school. So I got my LPN first. I got my LPN um, nursing license in 2008 and then I got my RN in 2013. So when I moved home, I went back to RN school. Mm-hmm. So I was working as an RN, working or going to RN school, working at a nursing home and then working at Gardner's. <laughs> She's doing it all. But I was trying to find like where I fit and like what I liked right. and trying to find, you know, yeah, how to do it. <laughs> Nursing's so. a tough job. Lots of people who go into nursing either try it and then don't like it or they go and realize the shift work and the job requirements are t- yeah. not great. Yeah. Yeah. Nursing is hard. I mean, it's hard. Like 12 hour shifts, um, even like night shifts. Like I did like all the things and I didn't, it didn't last very long. <laughs> like yeah. in the grand scheme of nursing, like there's nurses that have like been there for like 30 years and I yeah. don't, I honestly like so much respect for them because I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I got, um, I think I just got burned out. My last hospital job was working at, on a post-cardiac bypass floor where it's people showing up for like open heart surgery and like never in any part of their like path did they talk about like diet right did they talk about anything i remember arguing with like the pharmacist to like let one of my patients have their coq10 yeah. <laughs> and i was Jeez. like why can't they have their coq10 they're taking a statin drug they need their coq10 and i was just like i can't like i felt so just like pulled apart like with my belief system so 
Well, did you have a personal health story, like a part of this this journey? Like, were you seeking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely did. Um, I've had my own like challenges. Um, being a nurse, like, I mean, you definitely struggle usually with chronic fatigue because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're super stressed out. You're working, or really any kind of like healthcare. Like, if you're doing twelve hour shifts, like, right. you are. You're you're usually chronically fatigued. Like, have anxiety, have all sorts of problems. Um, I remember kind of my like wake up moment was I had gotten off of a night shift and I was driving home and I fell asleep while I was driving and I swerved, I hit a mailbox and it was just enough to be like, okay, yeah, this is like not working. So you need to do something else. And, um, that was kind of when it was kind of, all right, well, where are we putting, (laughs) where are we going? What are we doing? Um, I have had my own issues with mold toxicity. Mm. Um, so I did a whole like mold detox protocol and things like that. Um, I got rid of a lot of my symptoms and I think just kind of when you get back to like the basics of things and not being super stressed out, like, I mean, the hospital is stressful. (laughs) Yeah. And it's this, the whole environment doesn't seem like it promotes health. You're soaking in this unnatural light. You're in a box you know, there's nothing – when I go there, I always think, like, how could anybody get well there if they wanted to? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's good for crisis, but definitely not for achieving any sort of health goals or, or metrics. It would be, it'd be the wrong place. Now, I'm curious for the listeners, too. Like, I like getting into the weird stuff, especially when we have, like, other health, <laughs> holistic – like the weird stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, and especially in health because mm-hmm. there – I think a lot of people here um, – like whether it's parasites, you mentioned mold, heavy metal toxicities, um, 5G and and electromagnetic uh, field stuff. Like, That's a whole nother like, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wi-Fi. And nobody wants to talk about it. Like once it's brought up, it's almost shot down right away or people stop listening and that's what I like about this platform is because since it's the hottest platform out there, they're going to they're gonna keep listening. Mm-hmm. So tell us tell us more about like first you finding that you had a mold issue because I think that's also um, frustrating because people are sick and they're trying all kinds of stuff and it's something that might be in their household or how, how did you uncover yeah, that? Yeah, so I had been, um, I think at this point in time, I had just, uh, I was working at an endoscopy center and I was still having some of my issues, like still like super sleepy, even though I was working like normal shift hours and things like that. Um, But I was going to my like regular, regular doctor and I was just telling him like, I have all these problems. Like I'm just super tired. I've got like really bad migraines, headaches, Um, like a lot of like weight gain, just like feeling horrible, like a lot of the time. And, um, I was kind of, I don't want to say I was, I was reading books and learning and then I would go back to him and I would like beg him to like run certain tests on me. Yeah. And so I was very much like managing my own. Sure. Like, (laughs) which was kind of frustrating because, you know, you go to your doctor because you want them to manage your care. You don't want to have to be stressed out about it. Right. You want to be like, hey, I'm putting my health in your hands. Help me. (laughs) Um, but he recommended I go down to the Center for um, uh, Occupational and Environmental Medicine in Charleston, Mm -hmm. Um, and I saw Dr. Weirs, and we just did a mold test, and um, it was was positive. Now, what does that test look like, though? Because you 
don't you detect mold in, it's not necessarily in your blood, right? It's in your urine. It's in so your this urine. is a yeah. urine test. So yeah. you do like a, a urine test and they actually kind of want you to like challenge yourself. Right. Because a lot of people don't like detox very well. Right. So they want you to, I remember I was like running up and down, like doing like hill sprints oh, like, <laughs> and then like sitting in the sauna. I sat in the sauna. I did some hill sprints. I did a glutathione IV and then I like collected my urine because no yeah. <laughs> I wanted my body to dump everything I had into my urine. Right. Because like, I mean, you could have a negative test, but still be like holding on to stuff and yes. you would have no idea that it was positive. So um, I did that, got that positive test and then kind of worked towards more like detoxing and like really focusing on that. And I did see a lot of my symptoms get better. Um, so I think that that was, I mean, that was really a, a key component. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and I've heard too, there's a visual acuity test. Yeah. I don't know. Like um, they didn't use that, but I have seen that. Um, I feel like, um, there's a book called Toxic yeah. by Neil Nathan. And good, have you have you seen that book? I've that seen book? that, yeah. Um, it's really good. It's really sciencey, so it's kind of intense right. for a lot of people. But they do talk about that like visual test. But yes. I would notice that like my sight would seem like restricted a yeah. lot. What about with lights? Like is, uh, the mm -hmm. thing for me was always like headlights. People that drive at night mm -hmm. and they get in their and they um they have those headlights coming at them, it becomes really difficult to drive if they have a mold yeah. sensitivity. Yeah, I do feel like you have more, it's so funny because I actually look at some of these things as some of my like strengths now, but you get hypersensitive to like everything, it mm -hmm. seems like. Like my sense of smell is like I can smell stuff from a mile away. My doctor was like, it's okay, like you go right. first and you warn everybody else if something's <laughs> not right. And I'm like, but I don't want that. Right. Like, I don't want to be the canary in the coal mine. And he's like, it's okay, some of us have to do it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I do think that like a lot of your sensitivities or a lot of your senses get like hypersensitive. Yep. Because um, I did notice like my eyesight was, it would be like tweaked almost. Yep. Now, did you, what were some of the protocols you went through to, to actually detox? Like, what did you do once you found out you had mold toxins? Yeah, um, I did a lot of glutathione IVs. That was like a big part of it were those. Um, a lot of like supplements. Um, calcium deglucurate was one that was a big one. I took a lot of that. Just kind of like liver support. Um, and it was a, it was like a huge process of just kind of like sticking to it for a long time. Was there pro like, was there a protocol that you followed? Was there a, a certain dosage? Cause for, for listeners, is there, I know when you get down into these weird fields, like if somebody's like, Oh my God, I have parasites. And then they go to look up how to get rid of them mm -hmm. or I have mold or I have heavy metals. There's so much, um, that they, they can't find like the actual how to do. Is that mm -hmm. something like if somebody, if, if somebody worked with you, you would walk them through Yeah, yeah and for then sure. kind yeah. of, and then I guess manage the the symptoms of getting well too, because you probably felt crappy first mm -hmm. as your body's dumping out some of the stuff. Yeah, you definitely have like what the Herxheimer reaction or whatever yeah. you want to call it, but you feel worse before you feel better. It's such a, you know, I, it's such a journey. Like, and I think the whole, like the, the right word is like to call it a journey because like you do, you have like peaks and valleys, like things don't just get better and continually get better. Like you might have a good day and then you have like five bad days or like you feel good for a couple of months and then like you maybe splurge or get off your routine and then you feel bad. So then you right. kind of have to like, but it's like navigating that whole process. Um, and that's what I guess I do with my clients is. I 
So I know protocols are important because I feel like, and even with like social media and like having a niche and having something that you sell people, but everybody is so like there's, everybody is their own person, right? And so I try to practice like bio-individuality. Like what you're going through is not the same thing as what you're going to go through. Mm-hmm. Or like my my journey with like mold is not going to be what someone else's journey with right. mold might be. Um, so a lot of what I did with mine was I took a ton of CoQ10, <laughs> like a <Yeah>. ton <laughs> of CoQ10. And I did a lot of like mitochondrial support. Yeah. Um, but somebody else might have more like histamine issues. I didn't really have a lot of histamine issues. So sure. I didn't really have to incorporate that stuff into my like, but that's um, with my clients. I try to kind of just address their symptoms and kind of what they're feeling And then you look deeper to kind of figure out, like, why are they having those symptoms? So you address the root cause. You try to kill what's happening. But then you provide support for the, you know, if someone's having chronic fatigue, you support their fatigue along the way, right, while they're still doing, like, the detox protocol. So it kind of looks different for each person. Gotcha. Um, So I've been told with mold mm -hmm. that if you can go away for seven days from your normal house and work environment and then you feel way better, Mm -hmm. you come home and you feel terrible. That's a good sign you should go get tested. Yeah, I think so. I think anytime if you leave where you normally are and you don't feel good. And it, it's tough here because we have so many like outdoor allergens too. Like I never realized that there's like mold in the air. Yeah. Like, and there's dust in the air. Like I thought there was just dust in my house, you know. Right. Like it was like an indoor air al- allergy but not like an outdoor air issue. So um, – I guess being allergic to a place, even if it's like a city, kind of stinks because then, you know, moving is your only option. But I think definitely if you leave and you feel better, then air quality is probably your issue. Yep. And then hills. So what did you say? Hill sprints, sauna, and what was the other thing you were doing? <laughs> uh, glutathione IV. Glutathione IV. So those there, make you feel really good. Yeah. Those are things that people could do anyways, yeah. no matter what, just as a that general detail. They're good. Yeah. Like you need to sweat. <laughs> Sweating yeah. is important. There's a lot of people that don't sweat. Well, yeah. I was one of those people. I you think. never sweat? I Well, it's not that I didn't try to sweat. I just, my body didn't like to sweat. So I have to like kind of force yeah. myself to sweat. And I'll even notice like if I would go to the sauna, the first time I would go, like I might start sweating at the very end. Right. And then the next time I go, I'm sweating a little bit more. It's, um, I kind of hate the term detox pathways because like people are really using those a yeah. lot now, but you really do have to like open up your detox pathways right. and you really do have to sweat. And so whatever that looks like, um, whether it's like even just getting in like a super hot bath and sweating in the bathtub, like, right. <laughs> or exercising, or, um, I just joined, um, hot works. It's so oh, yeah. funny. I joined hot works and then like that same like week, was the week that I listened to um, Dr. Losby's episode yeah. and he was talking about it. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm amongst like, yeah. <laughs> this is good. That That's... was a good decision. But Nice. Did you ever go to any of my workshops? I, well, I was telling him um, back in the day, like in the very, very, very beginning. It's probably what started your whole journey, right? It was because I came to you. That's what I was thinking. I was like, gosh, <laughs> she's so familiar. Yeah, it had to be. Well, you've, you've shopped at the store. Too. Yes. And I used to send a ton of people to you guys because you guys, did, you, it, that, I guess I was wondering that. Did you self-teach yourself? Or was it mainly my workshops that you learned I think everything? I learned from? everything I know from you. <laughs> um, because you guys are always great. I when we have issues when it comes to like what supplement shape should I take for this and that, I always say like go to Garner's, talk to one of them there. They generally are gonna they're gonna have a section, they're gonna tell you the best one that can be specific to whatever they're try, trying to achieve. 
Because we da- I mean, we dabble in a lot of that. And for a while, I was getting, I, w- I love the functional medicine side of stuff and the nutrition and su- and all of that stuff. But it's it's a lot. And as you mentioned, like it, there is so much individuality. You can only take so much from a test and have them apply it. And then it's like, well, what's next? And And then if they feel crappy, then they think it's not working, but that's also a part of the healing process kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. There's there's very few tests that give you like an answer and it's just that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that most things are not that simple and that's where it's like you just do, and I hate saying like you just do the whole process, but it's like, you know, you uncover like one issue and then right. you're like, okay, maybe somebody's I don't know, going down like the thyroid, like rabbit hole and they're taking thyroid medication and it's not working and they try like glandulars instead and then they, that's not working. And then it's like, then they go to, well, what, what was attacking my thyroid? Was it a virus? And then they kind of uncover like Epstein-Barr and then they do like antiviral protocol and then they realize they kind of maybe messed up their gut a little bit because of all those yeah. antiviral like herbs that they were taking. Sure. And then you kind of replace gut stuff. So it's kind of not just like one answer. But right. I do feel like at Gardner's we try to, you know, sometimes people come in and they're like, I want this. And yeah. it's like, okay, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> and it's easy peasy. But then sometimes it's a deeper story and you kind of have to ask those questions and kind of figure out. And um, so everybody at Gardner's tries to just – figure out what they need. And you guys are pretty protect like are you guys protected um in the sense that that you're you're not technically medical professionals but you're giving dietary or medical advice? I don't know. Yeah, I think when you get into trouble is when you're like I guess prescribing. Gotcha. Right? So a lot of I think what we are doing is educating. Okay. It's like okay, well if this happens to be your issue, then this is what the research shows that can help this problem. Or even anecdotal evidence, like, and and sometimes that we don't even have to do that. (laughs) Like they come in and they're like, my girlfriend just said that she loves this prop, you know, this product and it did this and that. And I want the same thing. And and so they come in already knowing what they want. Um, If I have somebody that, I don't know, I'm trying to think, like they come in and they're like, I have like neuropathy in my feet. Yeah. You know, we start asking the questions of like, why do you have neuropathy? Is it like a structural issue where like you guys could help out? Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. or is it like a blood sugar issue? And then could you take maybe herbs that could help with your blood sugar? Um, so they're just suggestions. They're never like us prescribing anything. It's just kind of going by the research and educating people on what they can do to make things better. Nice. <laughs> you love CoQ10. I love Because I know that. Neuropathy CoQ10 is a big one too. It's good. Well, everything I feel like mitochondria is like, but that's what I I see results with is CoQ10. I love CoQ10. It's interesting because vitamin D, for example, 12 years ago, I remember when we were talking about it, the medical world wouldn't touch it, Mm -hmm. wouldn't talk about it, Mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah. And now they're testing it regularly Mm -hmm. and realizing how many people are deficient. Mm -hmm. And now there's even more scrutiny, I guess, in the supplement world that's not very well regulated. Mm -hmm where you can go to Walmart, take 10,000 IUs of vitamin D, it'll do nothing to your blood mm-hmm. blood vitamin D levels, but then you can go take a good quality supplement, 5,000 IUs, mm-hmm. and it'll go right back up to normal. Yeah. So I'm curious what that looks like for you guys as new supplements come in. Because, oh, yeah. Because um, who, who was Josh Axe's old one that they sold? Yeah, Garden of Life. 
Oh, oh Garden of Light. Yes. Well, he wasn't. That was Jordan Rubin. That was Jordan yeah. Rubin. And yes. And then he joined and they Josh sold Axe in and did Ancient, Ancient Nutrition. Nutrition. But they sold. But when they sold Garden of Life, to I believe Nestle. they sold it to Nestle. Yeah. So you know, there's junk getting pumped into that yeah. sooner or later. Probably so. That's that's actually one that I feel like we didn't see a whole lot of change until just recently. They did buy Solgar. So Solgar is under that same umbrella now. Right. And now like the out of stocks are insane. Like you can't get anything. Like when we place orders, like nothing comes in. <laughs> so right. I mean there's probably something happening there with maybe like raw materials and like why why uh, can't they keep things in stock now? I don't know. Or also just like mass marketing when they start selling to Target and they start selling to these bigger places and the little guys can't get their orders filled. But um, we do do a lot of like with the companies that we work with, we'll do like third party testing where they have a third party, like outside party, you know, then like test their products and you get a certificate of analysis that says like, this is actually legit what's in your capsule. <laughs> this is what you're getting each That's time. what we need. That's yeah. it. It has to be done. It's not, I don't think it's going to be done by the government. It has to be done by the private yeah. industry. We have to ask for it. Yeah, for sure. Who's. What, what are a couple good companies? So you said Ancient Nutrition. Um, what else if somebody's walking in and saying, yeah. what company can I trust? Uh, I, I trust Life Extension. I Life. feel like Life Extension has been around for a long time and they, they do a good job. Um, what other companies? I mean, honestly, I trust all the companies that we carry for the most part. I do have my favorites, but Life Extension is one. When it comes to herbs, I, I really like our herbal line, our Garner's brand. Because um, the private label company that we get our herbs from, they're a very good company. Nice. Um, also really like Gaia. Gaia's really good. Gaia's always been good. They've always done yeah. a really good job. And they do even on their like boxes where they have like, you can trace like where it was grown. And then you see the like the COAs on that to see like what actually is this herb that's in this pill. <laughs> yeah. You know, because cool. they're just looking at like the milligram amount. They're not telling you all the time like how concentrated this milligram is. It's just the weight. So a lot of companies will have like the, you know, standardization and things like that with their products. Um, Gaia's into some weird stuff, aren't they? Gaia? Yeah. Aren't, Are don't they? Th I thought they were. What kind of weird stuff? Like, I, I don't know if it's their <laughs> social media or like aliens. And, oh, no, that's and, a different guy. Oh, right. That's not Gaia Herbs. Okay. But I know what you're talking about. I think it's like. <laughs> I, I have no clue what either of you come across but it. you guys know. And I knew about the supplement yeah. brand, so I thought it was all the same mm -mm. thing. No, I don't think so. I don't think they're affiliated. But I think there is like a Gaia that's kind of like the new earth. Kind yes. of And into kind of. Yep. Some alien stuff or And when you get down the right? flat earth pathway and the, all that stuff, yeah. I mean, there's some wild things out yeah. there. Now, are you into any cool conspiracies or or what people think are conspiracies <laughs> but are actually the truth? Um, I don't know. I try to like – it's it's funny. I feel like I very much live in a gray space mm -hmm. of this could be true and this could be true. You're and open. I'm kind of okay with either of them. Yep. Um, like – it's kind of just how you just fluid. Like it's yes. Yes. I mean, I'm fluid, but I'm not like <laughs> like I'm fluid conspiracy theory fluid. But <laughs> are you barefoot banging on a bongo drum at, on um, a drum circle fluid or no? Maybe sometimes. Yeah, here or there. I mean, I dabble. I think there is a video on Instagram of me like banging on a drum. No way. It was with Christina from Shavas. Sweet. We had a little a little drum <laughs> drumming and session. And you were just. 
We're just banging on some bongos. We I want drink some cacao and banged on some bongos. I want some bongos bad. <laughs> that doesn't sound like any fun to me. No. What? <laughs> he's never because he's not rhythmic. I, yeah, that's you gotta be. Rhythmic. I feel like my rhythmicness wouldn't <laughs> work. <laughs> your energy would negate the frequencies I, yeah, that we're putting out. I would out say there. I'll be here to hang out, but I, this does not <laughs> sound fun to me at all, oh, man. Um, so. How much do you think mindset plays a role in health? I mean, I think like what you a, think, because yeah. also all these little weird things that we talked about can, I think sometimes they freak people out. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I have parasites. Yes. And then all they think about is I, I'm sick. I have parasites or mold. Oh my God, I have mold. And this, this building I'm about to go into is, you know, flat and old and there's going to be yeah. spores I'm, and I'm going to walk in. And they're just building and building and building, and it's compounding. I think then the actual physical effect of like, yeah, you're you're gonna walk into a building, but now you've made that building ten times worse. Do you think? Do you do anything as far as mindset stuff? Yeah. And working with people on that. You definitely have to find like a piece in your practice, and I do think it comes with time. I don't think that that initially happens. You know, I think, um, I know for myself, in the very beginning, I was very restrictive. I did all the crazy things. You know, I took, like, the food allergy panels, and yeah. I and I did, like, the allergy elimination diets where I was eating, like, a couple of foods. Right. You know, you, I feel like you kind of have to have that journey. It's not really fair to treat everybody the same way. And so you kind of, like, you know, someone who, like, is still eating at McDonald's, like, five days a week versus someone who's, like, already done a lot of the work, yeah. you know, they're not going to be on the same the right. same place. Um, and so I think, like, sorry, I'm, like, lost my train of, <laughs> train of thought there. It's, it's, well, it's, <laughs> you're talking about mindset and how. Oh, yeah, because it can get I overwhelming. I think how they think about it, yeah. Yeah, it can be very overwhelming. And so trying to find it's a balance, yeah, right? Yeah. Because I test test me on this. I, I wish we could to kind of look at this. Is before you knew and started learning about, say, mold, um, or anything that was bad for your body. Let's let's just say throw it out there. You just were exposed to it or ate it and were happy. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Like when just, we're kid. Yeah. I always go back yeah. to like when we're kids. Yeah. And it's like, oh, there's popsicles and there's Doritos and coke and mountain dews and we're mm -hmm. just hammering stuff and like playing videos and everything was just like this is great and i never like i i don't really remember like bad sickness or anything like that and i ate terrible mm -hmm. so i then i think like as i started to learn like wait a minute that affects performance or that's going to decrease my energy or that's going to spike my blood you know mm -hmm. now like you, that thought itself of knowing that i think makes made people were or made me worse to then you go insane and think like, oh, I can't, that has a vegetable oil in it. I'm not going to eat that. Yeah. And, and finding that balance, like I wish there was a way to, or, and, and the way I do it now is like, I just, I know that I eat 80, 20. Yes. There's going to be 20% that I'm just like, this is this, it's just, I enjoy it. It's crappy for me, but I'm going to do it. Right. <laughs> yes. So that my mind is like feeling grateful that it's like, yeah, I just get to enjoy this. And then there's the 80% where I'm like this, my body needs building blocks and stuff to, to make things. Yeah. And I feel like you, you don't know what that 80% is until you do those restrictive protocol kind right. of things. And so you do kind of have to like go through that, <laughs> that part of it. You do have to kind of do the restrictive part, kind of see like, 
you know, what happens if I eat 30 grams of protein first thing in the morning? Well, I'm right. not hungry until like dinner versus like if I woke up and ate some pancakes, like you sure. wouldn't, you wouldn't know until you did it. So you do kind of have to know. Test a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But then like when you're on vacation, if you want to have some brunch and have some pancakes, like there's your 20%, enjoy your pancakes. And Hammer like, down a couple croissants. Yes. Don't, don't be shy. <laughs> yeah. But then I don't think you, I think you then have like a relationship with your practice a little right. bit better, you know, but you kind of have to come full circle. Like, I don't think that you can be you in the beginning and do it because then you don't have any consistency with it. You probably just fall back into the same right. habits. Well, and right. you don't realize how much you're underperforming until you do eat really well. Yeah. And then, so like, let's say that you're kicking a football 80 yards or 50 yards and then you start eating really well and working out more, and then you're kicking at 75 or 80. <laughs> in my case, in my case, I'm like, I don't even well, know how many yards this is. Where I was, no, because this, this is what I was thinking. Because you could probably kick a football further when you were Good point. 28, or yeah. what were you? Yeah. Then when was, you were, yeah, it's 27. Then when you were 16 or 17 years old. But the difference is, I was when saying. you're when you're young and just happy and doing whatever, you just don't realize you're underperforming in every area of your life until you start trying new things. Yeah. And then when you quit doing them, you go back to your old performance level and realize, oh, I was, mm -hmm. I was happy, but I wasn't that good before. And then you get better at yeah. it. Yeah. I think that's just like understanding and learning our bodies, right? Like you kind of yeah. know, like, like if I'm, mm -hmm. if I get into like a, I don't, I'm really bad with like fragrances. Fragrances give right. me headaches, like hardcore. And so, you know, I learned now, like I can't really have like a lot of fragrances in my home. So I have to have like some like phthalate free, like yeah. paraben free, like options. But like until like I knew that it was the fragrances that was causing it, like I was just walking around with a headache, yeah. <laughs> you know? So I think it's like once you learn on your body and you know what feels good, then like you do that most right. of the time, but then you still kind of like can enjoy which seems obvious. Like people have scented chemical candles like in their house. They have chemical can candles. <laughs> they have air fresheners in their window still that are yeah. just basically sprayed on yes. chemicals that destroy your hormone I was, panel. I was sitting at Clean Juice and the person beside me had like 10 of those little like trees like, on them? And no, you know, like the oh. little tree, yes. like air on their rear view mirror. Yeah. Oh, there oh, there yeah. wasn't one or two. It was like a stack. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, I would be like nauseous. My head right. would be pounding. But this person's probably just not even aware of like what's happening. Right. Well, and, and they're taking chronic fatigue medication they're, and they're taking thyroid medication and they have trouble falling asleep and they have trouble waking they got some up. Adderall PCOS. To keep them awake ADHD. The day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what's happening. I don't think people well, realize it. Yeah, because Bath and Body Works, I mean, you can't even walk in that store. But but I think of the workers. I think of the people that are just in there eight hours a day, every day. And that have they have no idea how hormone disrupting that is. Yeah, yeah that's one of those. I'm with you. And like, you do want to find the, the things to avoid. Mm -hmm. um, now, I had a question about... Like when you transition from medical nursing, let's call it, okay. to holistic nursing, did you have friends or family that were looking at you like you were a nutbag? And like, <laughs> and were like, were there arguments or were there um, like attacks or like, why are you doing that or any of that in the transition? Not, not really, not for my family. So my family is very like, 
we're very like crunchy, I guess. We Play didn't mongos. we didn't always used to be. Yeah. Well, no, we don't. I don't know. <laughs> You might, yeah, you might maybe, at Christmas. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Usually for Christmas, it's so funny. We have like so many like you guys would probably when you go to like your holidays, are you just adjusting your family members? Uh, Randy is. I, is that yeah, what you do? 20, 28 people line up. Oh, yeah, okay. So like I, I, I'm not a massage therapist, but my whole family, my sister will start. She'll be like, well, you rub my back. And I'm like, okay, fine. You know, so I'm rubbing her back. And then next thing I know, like I've got chain. like <laughs> yeah. everyone's there. So we're a little bit like weirder yeah just generally speaking which um, is kind of nice though i it's i appreciate having a family that mm -hmm. want all want to get adjusted versus a family that's like i don't believe in it we should mm -hmm. just be taking drugs and painkillers and living with it for the yeah, rest of our life no for sure my um my father um he actually passed away from cancer but he did whenever he got diagnosed um the the options conventional medicine gave him were not we're not good. Right. right. <laughs> and so he decided to do um, macrobiotic diet mm -hmm. and coffee enemas. Yep. <laughs> so he was Tim working. Tim Lasby loves those. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, you don't have to put it like three feet up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> but, but a um, cup, like a just, good amount. Just a little bit. No, good, three no, more inches. than a few Yeah, like a, like a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but um, – but he was doing like all sorts of stuff. He had this uh, macrobiotic guru up in Swannanoa, North Carolina that he saw and they taught him like how to do so much stuff. And yeah. a lot of it was, I remember um, there was a time when they had this like, I think it was a CD that they would play like while they were eating that would ding and tell them when they could swallow their food. No so way. that they were like chewing like enough, it, yeah. like you Makes sense. have to chew your food, but it would be like so peaceful. We'd all sit there and just right. chewing <laughs> and right. then the D. And then. <laughs> so, I mean, we definitely, my family is very open to options Yeah, and they've always been very respectful of kind of some of the crazy stuff that I've been into sure. because they were kind of into it too. No big challenges from friends or anything like that, like other nurses? or Yeah, definitely other nurses. Um, some of them that were more like, oh, what are you doing? I want to know more about this. Right. Um, but then at the hospital, I remember even in the very beginning of me working in the hospital, I got like dubbed the... <laughs> The, like nicknamed the weirdatarian just because I was just doing weird yeah. stuff. Like yeah. I was, I think at the time I was vegan. This was like yeah. 20 or 2002 or three. I think I was right. vegan back then. They were like making fun of my diet. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, over the 20 something years of doing this, I've definitely had like yeah. people come and go probably friendship wise, but you know. For sure. I would say early on for you too, Randa, like, there were, I feel like there were a lot of just like battles, like Facebook was kind of new. So it'd be like, somebody would yeah. post something and be like, oh, no, 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 I'm going to, and then it would be like, we're talking vaccines, we're, we're talking anti-vax, you know, it was just a whole, and you'd spend the time and energy like arguing with somebody. And then over time you just realize like, I don't really care. Like, I don't care yeah. about much of what people think no. at all, which is freeing in the sense that like, cool, like I'm going to live this way. And you can ask questions and, and and you know, if you want to learn and, like, go along with it. But it, you can also make fun of me and my family. <laughs> and, and I'm okay fine. with that, too. Yeah. Like, that's exactly, like that's where no I'm offense. at with it. Yeah. But I think some people think, like, you can – that that by pressing still into, like, calling you the weird person or whatever, but not look – like, what they're not doing is looking in the mirror and saying, like, well, how's my, how's my life and family looking? 
And I think it it starts becoming like a jealousy sort of thing where it's like, oh, wow, she's not as sick as often or 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 especially, well, let's go over the last couple of years because yeah. I'm curious about your thoughts on the vid. <laughs> I, <laughs> I have so many thoughts and it's like, do I share these thoughts or well, do and, I not? <laughs> and we're always careful about it too. Yeah. But I think let's just talk about it from the standpoint if somebody doesn't want, if somebody wants to, to heal, like say they get corona. Yeah. Um, what can they do? Let's start there. And then I always think, okay, if, if this is what it is to heal from it, then why aren't we doing it now? So we never get it yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, right? exactly. And I think that's kind of, that's why I do what I do. Cause I like to give people other options. Like you don't have to just go run and get a vaccine and that's your only option. You can do other things and right. you can do other things with other illnesses too. Right. Um, so I think it's probably okay that I share. My, my daughter just had COVID a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Um, she was sick for a couple of, I don't know, five days or so. And I was sending her up like she was quarantined. I have an adult daughter. She's um, 21. So, no kidding. Yeah. So that's a little. Nice. <laughs> um, but I was sending her up like her food. You know, I'd yeah. take her food to her and I'd send her like a little cup of like all her supplements. Yeah. And, you know, so we were doing like vitamin C. Like, On like a rope and pulley or what were you? How are you <laughs> no, sending her? <laughs> no, she has her room in her bathroom or upstairs. So okay. I would like leave her little plate and everything up at the top of the stairs. And I would like slowly back down <laughs> the stairs like there's your stuff, you know. Right. Um, just because like we didn't want to get sick. So, you know, and, um, I, I know I've never had COVID. Um, I didn't get the vaccines and I've never had COVID. Nice. So, so I don't know yeah. if I'm doing something right or if I I'm just lucky. I don't know. But, um, see, but, and that's what I think. I, I think more people should ask you like, how'd you do it? What are you doing? You know, yeah. how are you living? That yeah. that's, that's never talked about. It's only talked about who's getting it. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. the same thing in any disease. Like we don't have to hammer on that, but I always think like we study the sick instead of studying the the, yes. the people that don't yes. get it. And even like the lab work, we're studying lab right. work on sick people. We're waiting we're for making, pathology. Yeah, we're making these like reference ranges off of people that are sick that are getting their blood work drawn. It doesn't make any sense. Like yeah. why? Um, even like vitamin D levels, you know, like the range that your doctor wants it to be versus like the range that like your functional right. provider wants it to be is vastly different. Mm -hmm. Like, um, so vitamin D is definitely a big one for COVID. We were kind of <laughs> talking about that a little bit before, just how important like having like a good like vitamin D level yeah, is. Yeah. So I think like vitamin D, vitamin C, um, zinc is questionable because I think you could get into some issues with other minerals. I just um, bought some zinc today. Yeah, I think zinc is okay as long as like your copper ratio is okay. Um, but especially for like women, a lot of times like iron, zinc, copper, those ratios can kind of get thrown off a little bit. Um, and you could end up being copper deficient, which can cause some issues with like iron absorption and things yeah. like that. So I think kind of having a balance in minerals. Is there, is there a zinc test? Um, I mean, you can do like a micronutrient test mm -hmm. yeah. and you can look at all of like your vitamins. Against each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but again, like, you know, the testing is only as good as the testing is good. So, right. Um, and it's kind of snapshotty because I was at, I was wondering about that. Like I like all those I like the functional tests, but I think they're they're really short. You have to do them fairly frequent to see what changes you're making. I think so too. I think whenever you do labs, and I love lab work. Like the the nurse in me like loves labs. Yeah. Like I love labs. I like to know like where people are at, like what they're doing, and then you can decide to do something different. Like your magnesium levels low. Okay, let's take some magnesium. Like <laughs> your vitamin D levels low. Let's take some vitamin D. Let's get in the sun. So like, but if you don't have the test and you don't know then right. like you actually you need that yeah 
But um, but then at the same time, like if you follow your test, like if you were looking at something like hormones, you know, if you never had hormones drawn before, you wouldn't know like if they were worse or better. So kind of whenever you're doing any kind of work on hormone balance, yeah. I think having like multiple tests drawn to kind of see like how things are. Yes. I are think healing. The, I think the blood test for hormones is BS. Yes, it is. I think <laughs> the I think the only one I've loved is the if for cycling women, for, uh -huh. for women who are still cycling, is the saliva draw okay. multiple times a month. I think it was like eleven different times you'll you'll okay. spit into a yeah. and then it will track the whole cycle throughout. Yeah. Because depending on when you draw blood or do urine, mm -hmm. it's just where you're at in that time of the yeah. month. Yeah, no, that's very true. I do like the Dutch test. I feel like that's kind of like gold yep. standard for hormones and it can see so many other things other than just like sex hormones. So you're right. you know, you see the cortisol, you see even like you can see like mold issues in Dutch test. Right. Um, but yeah, I do. I don't know what test specifically you're talking about. That's like for the whole month, but it does make sense. A lot of women don't even know right. if they're ovulating. Yeah. Like, they don't know when to draw their sample because you're supposed to draw your sample after you ovulate. And if you go and you ask women, hey, do you know when you ovulate? Like, they might not know. I know right. this is like I'm hanging out with like bros no, no. talking about ovulation. No, <laughs> to me, it's so obvious. When my wife is, is ovulating, it's like her well, yeah. skin. Like, you can almost see it yeah. in a person. Yeah. Like, she can't keep her hands off yet. Well, well there's no, that that's, too. A whole, that's all. That's all. That's all. It's long. <laughs> <laughs> that's every day. <laughs> There's a spike though. But there's, it's very obvious. Like skin is soft, mm -hmm. in a good mood for no reason yeah. at all times. Yes. <laughs> like, yes, you can get you away, lot. you can literally get away with anything for those three <laughs> days of the month. Um, but I, it, it always surprised me that people don't know. But I, yeah. I think there's so no many education. People, yeah. and, they're, and they're loaded up on birth control yes. and mm -hmm. I mean, all these synthetic hormones, they don't, they, it you messes no with your body. Yeah. Well, yeah. in school, why does so they should teach that in school? That's they like should, a middle yeah. school, like start learning about yes. that kind of thing. Instead of having like sex ed with like condoms, it should be cycle syncing, <laughs> right. and you can only get pregnant these days after you ovulate and before you ovulate. Like right. <laughs> this is what you got, you right. know. And then I think more women would like maybe not like accidentally fall pregnant right? <laughs> or like not have to be on birth control or maybe realize when their cycles aren't right and then do something about them. Like, Especially with all the technology now. Yeah. Well, so um, do you guys have aura rings? You do. Randy yeah. tracks his uh, yeah, menstrual so cycle with his aura ring. I, think. <laughs> I haven't got one yet. Yeah, I yeah. want my testosterone levels to be able to be checked. On I don't this. know. Do you see that coming at no. some point? I, I ordered know. one of those. I need to those know things i, I got one of those yeah i don't know levels. much about we've i've had my aura ring this is an og aura i don't pay for my subscription subscri subscription that's how old it is <laughs> yes so right. i don't pay for like the app huh yeah i've had it for like five years it's a, so what, how do you get your data do you still it's get, on the app i just don't have to oh, pay for you it you still get all the info because i did mine for a year and then i didn't renew it for a little while and it would just tell me my Score my okay. three scores, but then it wouldn't tell me how many minutes it took me to fall asleep oh. and all those details. And okay, I, so I had to resubscribe. Yeah, yeah. So I just I'm I'm like grandfathered in. You Sucks are? to suck, yeah. Randall. That's impressive. No, That's I do impressive. have like an old ring. Mine's like crusty and like like all beaten up. So I, yeah, I got I it like it? forever ago. So mine doesn't have the infrared, so it can't do heart rate like in the moment. It can only track my heart rate whenever I'm at rest. Yeah. So I kind of hate. I hate that part of it, but I love the part that I don't pay a monthly subscription for it. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> so, but. So you're okay with EMF being on your body at all times? 
I think so, actually. I am too. I, yeah. For the for the data that I get from yeah. it. Mindset. I haven't I haven't like noticed. I mean, for me, I notice more with my sleep if I eat before I go to bed. Yeah. And like, you know, they always tell you don't eat before you go to bed. And then like when you look at your aura ring score and you look at your sleep score and you're like, oh my gosh, my sleep has sucked. And like right. I ate right before I fell asleep. You think you're like sleeping hard because you've got like a food coma happening or something. Right. But you're not sleeping at all. Um, what I about mean, cocktails? I don't drink. Like I haven't in how long? Well, I mean, I, I drink sometimes. Like I don't want to say I don't drink, like just flat out no. Yeah. Um, but I might have like a glass of wine every six months or so. Like okay. I just don't I just don't drink. I just don't like the I'm in the part of my life where like I wanna feel good. Yeah. And drinking is not making me feel good. So I'd rather drink an orange Smart. juice. <laughs> Yep. What about CBD? Um, I like CBD. Um, daily? Um, I mean, I don't take it daily. I use it like if I have cramps or if I'm like sore or something or, you know, like if I feel like I need it. Like if I if I were going to reach for something like Advil, I'd reach for CBD instead. Nice. Um, not a huge fan of some of the THCs, but um, I do like CBD. Yeah. I like that you touched on the with blood work. There's a functional range and a pathological range because I tell patients all the time, like, like, yeah, I, I checked my blood work, everything looks good, and I tell them, <laughs> like, well, if the scale for them is say one to ten and you're a nine, mm -hmm. that may actually be out of the functional range, which might be a five to seven, yeah. right? So you're like on the high end. You're just not pathological. Like medically, they're going to mark it when it's pathological, ten or higher, in in this made up test that I just did. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so that's when they should start acting is to try to bring that nine back into the five, seven mm -hmm. more functional, optimal range, um, for, for whatever blood work. So it's a good thing, like just talking with patients to get them just thinking about their own stuff and, and somewhat managing their own, their own stuff because doctors aren't. Yeah. And then also like you touched on deficiencies. It's such a, like it's such an easy thing to think when you, if you're building a house and you're missing wood, you can't really build a great house, right? And so I think of that with the body, like you mentioned, like magnesium deficiency, or when you're taking a cholesterol, a statin, mm -hmm. you're deficient in CoQ10. It's automatic, yet they don't, the doctors don't tell them. No. So anybody on a statin has to be taking a CoQ10. Otherwise, they're missing wood and they're still trying to build a house. And in the body, Cells are always dying and getting replaced, and they're just using the building blocks that are around. And to me, like deficiency, I'd rather over supplement and and or overeat good stuff so that my body gets rid of more material that might be useful mm -hmm. um, than not have it. Yeah, yeah. Be because that's just where you see like all these abnormal cells start to form because the the cell has to adapt to the environment. So if it doesn't have wood for the house, then it's going to use plastic or it's going to use styrofoam. And that's how I like try to teach patients on like why you need to make sure you're at least supplementing at some level. Yeah. So what basic supplements do you recommend just the average person take? Um, yeah. So the average, like <laughs> average Joe, like a Randy. Okay. So if there's nothing that's specific that you would no, want don't to use me, I'm a high performer. <laughs> okay. All right, so, we can do high performer <laughs> like me after. Yeah. Um, I mean, just, I mean, just for like a random person that doesn't have any like issues happening, I would think um, magnesium for sure. 
um, just because we know like most of the people are deficient in magnesium. And like you're saying, you're pulling that from your like bones right. and your muscle, right? Like so that you have a circulating amount of magnesium. But like, what are you doing for the structure of your home right. <laughs> if you're not like replacing it? So definitely magnesium, definitely a vitamin D. Um, love a fish oil. Um, for most people, if they don't want fish, then maybe like an algae oil. Why wouldn't they want fish? Some people still are like doing the non-fish option. Oh. Um, but I think that having EPA and DHA is important. So yeah. I don't think going towards like a omega-3 from flax is a great idea. Yeah. Because um, the EPA and the DHA are where like the, the good stuff is. So if they don't want fish, then from like algae instead. Okay. Um, but I mean, that's not ideal. But um how about just a multivitamin? Um, maybe. Like, like a yeah. women's multivitamin. I think a multi is okay. I think that kind of gives you like your basics. Sometimes if someone has other things happening, and most people have something happening. <laughs> yeah. And then I feel like sometimes we're wasting money on a multi um, when we could be being more therapeutic like put it by else. putting yeah. it towards something else. But for your every everyday person that has like no issues, like I think multi is probably a great idea. Um, it just can't be from Walmart. Like no. I can't stress that enough. Not I don't want to be Centrum. Yeah. People are doing Centrum yes. one a day. No. They're just junk. If it has food coloring in it, like don't buy that. Like if it has titanium dioxide in it, don't buy that. Yeah. Like if the first ingredient is maltodextrin, no, don't yeah. buy that. No, we don't need that. Yeah, I no. think. Or go ahead. Or, no, so fine. vitamin D. So you said vitamin D. <laughs> You didn't. You didn't fish say CoQ10 because you know magnesium, vitamin D, fish I, oil. I don't think that like. I mean, I think everyone should take it, but it's expensive. So it's like, well, do you? And when you get into CoQ10, you've got ubiquinol versus ubiquinone, and ubiquinol is just better, and it gets it gets. Is that the better. active version? Like, yeah, it's the reduced form, so it's already reduced down a little bit, so your body doesn't have to do that work gotcha. for it. Yep. Um, but you're you're paying more. So I mean, like I take. Probably 400 milligrams of CoQ10 a day. But it's an of ubiquinone is the one that you. Ubiquinol is the one that you take. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think, think of that as an investment, though. You're making yeah, I think money it's on cheaper that. to take it. I would think so too, but I mean, I you know, I, I try to meet people where they're at. It's like, well, what do you want to do? How much do you want to spend? What do you want to work on? And so oh, I'll meet them where they're at. Give me one of their bank statements and credit card statements and I'll tell them where all their money's going and shift that over to CoQ10. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do think CoQ10 is important. I think we're all getting a lot of mitochondrial damage. Yeah. So yep. I think if you can support it, that's probably smart. What, what about the refrigerated section at the supplement store? Like why? So is that a, like, why are some things refrigerated? Why are I think it's because, I mean, for us, we have CMOS in the refrigerator. That for sure needs to go in the refrigerator. Like, it does not need to be, like, once you make it into a gel, you need to have it in the gotcha. fridge. It okay. doesn't need to, it is, it's bad. You consider that a food and you toss it out after, like, 30 days because it's done. <laughs> um, but I've always for, wondered about CMOS. Yeah. Is it, like, is it just straight from the ocean? Yeah, I mean, it's seaweed. Someone finds seaweed. They What's do. it taste like? Just crap. Taste, and then they dehydrate it? Horrible. Yeah. So someone's just going out to Kiowa, I don't getting seaweed. Get from there. Or where? Or I don't know where would they, they most get? of it get? That comes from Saint Lucia, so it's coming from Saint Lucia because like oh, the nice. water is very like clean and it's non-polluted. And there's different types. There's 
like a gold one that kind of is at the like surface of the water that kind of gets a little bleached by the sun. So it's gold. And then there's a darker like purple, like red, green kind of colored one, which is a little bit more nutrient dense and mineral dense. A lot of people see results with sea moss. And I think it's just because it's got minerals in it. It's got iodine in it and people are not getting that in their food. So yeah. taking a little spoonful of sea moss. And they're getting a little bit of their needs met. So. You got to be big on salt, right? I do like salt. I I do think the salt craze is a little weird right now. I have people that come into the store and they're like, "I want to put just a little piece of salt under my tongue," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, I agree. I I'm with you, and I'm glad that you're saying that because I got people all over me obsessed I with like salt, salt, and I'm like, "I'm not obsessed. I'm, I'm not like bad. It. I don't think it's bad, but I don't think you have to be." trying to dump it down my throat every two minutes. Uh, I think there's probably like a huge correlation between us being so into salt and just adrenal fatigue. Like our adrenals are just like screaming, like we are stressed out. We're pounding ourselves with like water. Maybe we're dehydrated. And so we're like salt. (laughs) But I don't think that just putting a little tiny bit under your tongue and letting it absorb is really going to do a lot. But I think if you're eating it and then maybe doing even like adrenal cocktail type situations or um, I just purchased, um, we don't sell it at the store. So this is kind (laughs) of, but I just purchased, um, it's called Quinton. You've heard of Quinton? Uh-uh. Um, it's based off of um, this like biologist from like World War One. He was also in World War One. His name is Rene Quinton, but um, it's based off of um, just like seawater, and they microfiltered this like seawater, and then you drink it. So you like just wow. drink. And it comes in a, like a little sachet, and you just drink it. And that's kind of been my jam for a little while. <laughs> um, I've been playing around with different salt just because I'm kind of like. All right, like, what is this salt thing? And like, does it make any sense? Gotcha. (laughs) Because I don't know how much of it, like, you know, when you, people, people say like, oh, when you go to the hospital, they give you a saline bag. Yeah. They do, but it goes straight into your vein. Like how much of it, when you're drinking it, it's probably more so helping your stomach acidity so that you can break things down, right? Because it's hydrochloric acid, Right. right? So like it probably has something to do with supporting digestion when you're drinking salt versus actually what getting people, into them yeah it's not going to be the same effect as like an, an iv i don't think yeah i could be mm-hmm. wrong but i don't know it's a it's a fun discussion yeah, yeah <laughs> it's, it's just interesting to see how the electrolyte drinks go from sugar and food coloring to now salt <laughs> yeah and i think it's just part of the salt craze it's yeah. just transitioning from this sugar to this salt yeah no it is and it's all right now it's all celtic salt so we don't have any celtic salt in the store i tried to order like i tried to order like a gazillion bags and like i can't get any like it's gone so it's all celtic salt it's not like just salt in general it's because that's that one form of salt that people are wanting right now that yeah it's probably a good point for people to know that just table salt is not what we're talking about don't go and buy table salt (laughs) it it has to be real salt yeah it needs to be i think the the good point with salt is that it needs to have a color to it, whether it's gray or pink or, you know, it needs to not have been adulterated yeah. <laughs> and bleached. And Right. <laughs> in Canada, the- don't they put sugar in their salt? <gasps> I think lots I'm of sorry. places like, do. Oh <laughs> what? Yeah. I don't think that's just Canada, right? That's, I, don't, I don't know. I remember no, seeing that. But, yeah, there was a big we, – we for sure had things when it was table salt, and then you go look at the ingredients, and it would say salt and then sugar. All the just, time. Uh, just, so yeah, bad. just slow I know. poison. Yeah. Um, sugar you, just gets sucked into your salt. I, and people, are, people love it. They're like, oh, man, <laughs> yeah. this salt is amazing. And 
Oh yeah, it's loaded with sugar. Yeah. What do you think of? So I guess defining disease, like what makes people sick, mm-hmm. as the inability to adapt to their environment. Because in chiropractic school, that was the thing that like just made it all make sense to me. And especially now as the common cold and all the craps about to start happening, it was like, why do certain people get sick and then others don't? If it's just the virus or it's just the bacteria, then we're getting exposed to stuff, but not everybody is consistently sick. Yeah. And so I love that definition because what that tells us is it's not outside of the body that's the problem. We're going to, we can't control the environment, right? There, you're going to walk into rooms that have a ton of mold. You're going to walk into a place where there's a lot of virus, you know, floating in the air. You're going to, you know, you're going to go into some filthy things. And the only thing you can do is get your body to a point where it is the strongest to deal with the environment, yeah. right? I think that's a hundred percent like accurate. Like you want to make your body work the best as it can <laughs> in whatever that environment is. Um, so like making sure like you can detox well and right. Yeah. It just keeps it super basic and it, it works across the board. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and that's why I think as the whole craze of coronavirus and all this stuff is probably about to start happening, I hope the listeners look at it and go, like, what can I do to make my body strong enough to deal with whatever mm-hmm. versus, you know, let me wear a mask and, and try to avoid and control. Like that yeah. does absolutely nothing. No. And they've shown that. And it's scary to think that might be coming back as a thing. I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to say I don't see it happening again. Cause I don't think I saw it happening in the first place, right. but um, there's a lot of people that I think have learned a lot. Yeah. <laughs> And so maybe they won't do the same things that they did the first I, yeah, time. For sure. But um, I do think that you're the, more. You have more faith than I do. I know. I have, well, when I, I already start seeing them, I'm, I'm, I'm not seeing them pop up a lot more now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. I think when people get scared, they just throw common sense out the window. Well, and I think that's the thing is like I think it's really easy to say like we just need to make our bodies like healthier, but that's hard sometimes. Like we live in a pretty toxic, pretty crappy world. And so there's no like I think I want to add that there's like no um like no one's blaming anyone for having a body that's not functioning very well. Right. Like mine right. wasn't functioning very well, right. but it's like you just have to figure out like how to make it to where your body does function well and like what are you missing? Right. Because um yeah, you just have to figure yourself out and <laughs> support it however you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But hiding is not really the answer, I don't think. I can't I just <laughs> can't imagine it. I think of it like not going to the gym. Like that kind of like it's like oh, we need to lift some heavy weights pretty soon. And I'm just going to not go to the gym and then wait until it's time to lift the heavy weights. Oh, yeah. And that's, hurt yourself. That's exactly it. It's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. that's why my biceps are getting so big because <laughs> I've just been thinking there's going to be some weights to move around. There's so people, it blows my mind that there's people that don't exercise. Yeah. Absolutely blows my mind. Well, I think so. Like for myself, I had some issues with like the mold at that. I had this like exercise intolerance thing that happened where. For probably fatigue and all that. Yeah. You oh could, my God. I would exercise and I would get sick. Like I would get so sick, not so much the day after. It wasn't like a Dom's type situation. It was like two, three, four days later, I would have like debilitating migraines. And I was like, I don't understand. I'm trying to do the right thing. Like I'm trying to feel better. And um, so I think a lot of people, um, there's this quote um, 
I'm going to mess it up, that you are most powerfully positioned to serve the person that you once were. And I feel like I, I see people like that have that like someone who's like, I can't exercise. Like, you know, like I get it. Like I couldn't exercise. Like I've gotten back to where like now I can go to hot works and like I walk for like an hour and like I'm trying to like kind of get back into like, you know, doing a lot more. But there was a time where it made me so sick. So right. um, that's where it's like meeting people where they're at and just kind of helping like support them because like not everybody Buddy's body works the way we want it yeah. to. <laughs> Some that's, of us. But that's the minority. Your example is the minority. It Most is. people yes. are saying, oh, I feel great when I exercise. I just don't have time and I don't make it a yeah. priority and I blame it on my kids and I blame it on my job yeah. and I blame it on the cost of a gym membership and yeah, whatever. Right. I don't know, whatever their excuses are. Yeah. But most people, I think, can. Yeah. Without having yeah. debilitating migraines. Yeah. 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 And if they, and if, you know, if they can't do that, then it's like, just go outside, like go for do a walk, something. like move, yes. like, yeah, yep. <laughs> baby step it until like you're doing something more. Cause you don't have to go from zero to like 500. You can just like, you know, and then eventually you'll be there. So yep. is there any other weird therapies that you like <laughs> that maybe people never heard of? Weird therapies. Like, like you said, coffee enemas. So we, we've talked about that before. Have you ever done any like the the sound healing, like vibrational stuff? I mean, certain I've, I've gone to Shavas like lots. Um, yeah. So I've done like all the things that she has. Um, I like doing um, breathwork classes. There's yeah. definitely like somatic breathwork. I guess that's kind of a little weird because you kind of pump yourself up, right, with right. like breath to get like kind of anxious. <laughs> yeah. And then you let your body um, release what it needs to and you have some weird kind of experiences and then you calm you yourself shake? down. Is it one I of the did. ones where you shake? You, you did? did? Well, and all the ones I've ever done have been virtual. So it's really weird. Like I'll just be upstairs like <laughs> in my room, like doing like a virtual like breathwork session. And then I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Like, this is crazy. Um what other kind of weird? Have you got to do breath work? I don't. I I see people shaking, and I don't know if it's real or not. No, it is. It is. Like I think people just, um, you know, you hold so much stuff in your body. Like even like even like things like you know going to get a massage. And I don't know if this has ever happened, but like you know, as soon as someone like will like put their hands on you to like give you a massage, maybe you start crying or something because yeah. it's like oh my gosh, like I put so much something right here. <laughs> And yeah. I and I ignored it for so long. Um, so people do store like emotions in their body. It comes out in weird ways. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> Shaking yeah, weird I'm, stuff. <laughs> see, I want to get into some of the sound healing stuff where you're just like tuning mm -hmm. vibrations into mm -hmm. like things that kill stuff in your body. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I don't even know where to I don't even know where to go with that. I was hoping yeah. you better drop a beat. You might just need some <laughs> of their bongos sing. or something. <laughs> I don't know if bongos are, I mean, you're more talking about like kind of frequency. No, yeah, like frequency. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because yeah. I was watching something on like ancient bells. Okay. Where like they would ding them uh -huh. certain uh, See, this is this is what he does. He he starts with something like, so are you into things like oh like you like massage and blah and then well, pretty know it's bells. I hope I was hoping she would say bells and then I was like, Great, I need that's what I need to start. Um no, but I like the tuning forks and all that yeah. stuff where I'm like, all right, there's there's something to that. Yeah. Yeah, the, the frequency, the vibration for sure. I'm into all that. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm into all the energy stuff. Well, I mean, when you think about like frequency, like at the store we sell homeopathics. And yep. what are homeopathics? Extremely diluted 
frequency. Versions. I mean, it's just like it's literally like a vibration or yep, a frequency. You're taking nothing. Yeah. It's well, it's just you take like a drop of mm-hmm. but the it's, thing that you're trying but to. But it's that frequency. Like, yeah. I mean, so it's like that's kind of like crazy and weird, but it's been like a solution for yeah. a lot of people's issues See, for a yeah, long time. Yeah, it seems to work well. I yeah. agree with that. All right, nice. Okay. Well, so, how, how do people find you? Like, if they want to work with you, what does a day look like? How do they contact you? What's up? Um, yeah, so process? I'm Holistic Nurse Emily. That's Holistic with a W. Um, and I that's at on Instagram or my email is Holistic Nurse Emily at Gmail. And if you want to hunt me down, I'm usually at a Garner store. <laughs> I usually hang out at the Lexington store. So yeah. nice. I think patients still get a discount if they mention my name, they right? They do. Yeah, yeah. they do. Thanks. Yeah, we have. Um, it's like a ten the, year, maybe longer. Yeah, it's been well because I think I was, I was asking Brett. Like I think it was. What year? I, re- I came to like one of the events and I yeah. demoed like a yes. greens drink or something. But I think I think it was Lindsay. Lindsay like yes. invited us or something because yes. she was like shopping. Yep. And she's like, "Do you want to come?" And I'm like, "Sure." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was forever we opened ago. In two, yeah, it was 2010 when I opened. I used to do a workshop every month for probably. Three, four years straight. I think you guys came to like our fall health yes, fair too a couple of we times. We did. And like did some like chair adjustment stuff. We need to do that stuff again. We're having another one. Um, the next one, um, oh gosh, I should have brought a flyer. I don't even know if I have the date memorized. I think we should do a combo. Yep. <laughs> we should October. do a combo class or something. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I'm just down. talk weird stuff. Weird stuff. Like Maybe weird we accessible that. things or yeah. like weird, like weird things. Bells. Bell, yeah. yeah. I'll bells. bring a bell, bring a tuning fork, some bombs. You bring some CoQ10. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be an experience. Well, you know how you guys always do like who should we have like on the podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah. So whenever we did the bongo drums, um, Noemi, who is an acupuncturist in town, she does. Oh, look at this. She's coming. Like yeah, yes. she's coming on. Oh, is she coming? Okay, awesome. So she facilitates cacao and cacao is like, it's plant medicine, but it's like... A very sweet, not like an ayahuasca type yeah, experience, yeah. but it's enough to kind of like, kind of like get you out of it a little. Like, just get kind of like lighten the mood a little bit. Like, we're not kind talking of, drugs here, are no, we? No, no, not drugs. No, no definitely not. Like, it's not like a mushroom or ayahuasca type thing. Yeah. I remember like before I drank mine, I was like, wait, like what kind What's of level, <laughs> what level are we on here? But right. um, it's chocolate ultimately, it's cacao, but it's ceremonial grade cacao. But she does um, facilitate cacao ceremonies and Whenever we did the bongo beating, we drank some cacao, we like chillax, and then we like beat our drums, and it was fun. <laughs> so maybe somebody can bring some like cymbals or some like little bells. And, <laughs> you, and no, no, but the problem is I'm into it, but I'm also not that serious of a person, and I start laughing, okay. and I can't control it. Like okay. I, I cry, yeah, and especially if Randall's there, <laughs> just little. <laughs> and I once had a massage therapist that did myofascial work, uh-huh. and I can't remember her name. Was it Shannon? I've seen Shannon it before for myofascial. Be. I had a crazy experience with her. Oh, yeah, it was it was it was insane. There, like. Well, there's just there was times where it was like there was weird stuff that was happening uh-huh. that I'm just thinking like I don't know if this is normal or not, and I'm like trying not to laugh, but I'm also trying to get into like the. Did you do like standing and shaking? I did. I did yeah. the shaky okay. thing. That's well, I think all of that's just like moving. Right. Um, my first, I haven't seen her in a long time. Right. But I did probably, I did probably like six to eight sessions. Yeah, I did her. a bunch. But they were, you know, they're so long. It was like hours that you would be there. And I'm yeah. like, I just don't, I, I feel like that's I. That's exactly it. It's hard to put it into like your routine of like staying consistent with it. But the first time that I went, 
it was like it was like I had eaten like mushrooms or something. Yeah. Because I literally like opened my eyes and it was like I could hear birds from like down the street. Right. I just felt like all of my senses were like activated. I walked outside because you know how she has like the little porch and like it's yep. kind of like trees and stuff. And she's like, just sit here and integrate before you leave. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I can't I'm like, I just feel overwhelmed right. right now. But I was like, this is insane. Like all you did was move my fascia around like right. <laughs> and like stretch things out but right i think it's good we need a session we need to do a team uh, i mean yeah team. i'm i think you guys should do it i think yeah. you should do all the things and film i'll it, totally right? come like film it like yeah all the weird stuff like dude the standing and shake like the some of the stuff is like, cool <laughs> yes well I, yeah there's always a level of like when it's real it's it's mm -hmm. cool but then there's also people that fake things yeah. Like if you go on you Instagram, know. you know there's a bunch of stuff that's fake. There's some and I know stuff. there's a bunch of people that believe it, yeah. even though it's super fake. Yeah. yeah. But, but you, you never really know until you, you, you experience like it, it and figure yeah. it out. I say if you like it, like you try it and you like it, then go with it. It's whatever you but believe. It's like not a you know, it's whatever. Like and I you know, with like my cacao experiences, like I I am a big like kid when it comes to it. So I think I was just like laughing the whole time. Like right. I'm beating on my drum, like this is so stupid. That's but I'm like, what I, yeah, whatever. Yes. Like yep, so, yeah. Very nice. All right. Well, we appreciate you being on here. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. Here. We're here for the health of it. For the health of it. 